Welcome to Community Chats, an interview series elevating the voices of community leaders in the Lafayette-Oxford University community, an initiative of the University of Mississippi Office of Community Engagement and the Lafayette-Oxford Foundation for Tomorrow. Uh, welcome, everyone, to our first Community Chats for 2021. My name is Anthony Saracusa, Director of Community Engagement here at the University of Mississippi, and I'm joined by my colleague, Professor Jody Holland. And we have these regular conversations with folks in the Fayette Oxford University community, basically to highlight the efforts of people who are working hard to make a positive difference in our region. We try to come to you at least once a week, most weeks, sometimes two times, and we want to elevate the efforts of these community leaders, but also the teams that they work with. Who are these folks? How did they come to this community? What work are they doing, and what's their vision for the future? If you'd like to be interviewed or share your story or perhaps the story of someone on your team, please reach out to us at engaged at oldmiss.edu or send us a message on Facebook. This has been a partnership with our friends from Loft since the beginning. That's the Lafayette Oxford Foundation for Tomorrow. And I want to encourage you all to go check out their website and look at our first episode of this series recorded over the summer to learn more about Loft. Without further ado, let us jump right into it to talk today with Mr. Nicholas Krasta, president of the Black Student Union here on campus. And Nicholas, I am so excited about this. Welcome to Community Chats. Welcome. Well, thank you guys, everybody. Thank you for actually giving me the opportunity to be interviewed and speak and kind of share my experience. Absolutely. No, we're, we're delighted to hear more about you and your background and the work that you're doing here on campus. So let's get right into it. Tell us um, how you ended up here in the in the UM community. Where did you grow up and what was your path here to Lafayette, Oxford? Okay, so I was born and raised in Mississippi, Vicksburg, Mississippi. Um, the river city is right on the Mississippi River. Um, I went to Vicksburg High School, um, graduated from there, and the way I ended up in at Ole Miss, um, I actually did a summer program here my junior year of high school, the Lot Leadership Institute, um, the Lot Summer Program, and I just had a great experience. I met so many great people, um, met so many pr great professors, such as Professor um, Robert Brown, and also had a great mentor-mentee relationship with um, Ryan Upshaw, um, and so that just kind of really propelled me to come here, um, and I just, I really didn't apply anywhere else. Um, it was just always Ole Miss for me. Wow, thank you. Yeah, so much for sharing that story. I was talking with a colleague in the division, and they had the exact same experience you did, but they were from Tupelo. They came down here for one of those summer programs, had a good experience, and said, I'm going to go to the university, so thank you for sharing <laughs> that story. And from that, you got good mentorships out of that. Those are good people you just named, also. Um, you know, Nick, tell us about this idea, this 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 position with the BSU. What tell us? How'd you get there? Tell us a little bit about it um, and what you're doing. Okay, so Black Student Union was one of the first organizations I joined when I got to Ole Miss campus. I think at the Rebel Roundup, you know, the first week of school where you see all the different organizations, Black Student Union just immediately sparked my interest and I joined as a general member. Um, and I really just kind of worked my work way up through the ranks. You know, my sophomore year, I served as director of recruitment for the Black Student Union, um, basically just kind of getting experience seeing what people wanted out of an organization and especially the minority students, what they wanted out of an organization. Um, my junior year, I served at the, as the vice president, and I got to work with some really great people and some really great student leaders. 
such as Leah Davis, Aria Hudson, um, et cetera. So just having those those already natural leaders kind of feed into me and really just give me the experience and the insight and advice that I need to just do what I need to do. It just kind of propelled me to, you know, run for Black Student Union president this year um, and just kind of take off and see what I could do. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that campaign, kind of when you ran for BSU president, kind of what was your vision? What were you um, sharing with the campus of where you wanted to go? And then tell me a little bit about what you've been doing since you've been president. Um, so originally, um, my platform or my whole campaign or just even just pitching to people about why I wanted to be BSU president, I really wanted BSU to be a combination of both social activism and comfort and a comforting place for Black students on campus. I didn't want students to kind of be um, scared or anything like that because we're doing so much work in the community and they are feeling uncomfortable about joining the Black Student Union because of that. So I really try to ramp up and vamp up the social aspect of Black Student Union, kind of do more things on Instagram, such as we do a, a monthly thing called Tea Talk with Tim. Tim Harrington is our treasurer, and he just kind of gets on Instagram Live and just talks about different topics with different people. So really relevant topics. I know one of the topics was talking about the election. One topic was talking about you know, black excellence and he had different student leaders and, you know, popular people in the black community just get on and hop on. And it's really been a real success. And um, so that's what basically what I've been trying to do. And another thing that I tried to do to kind of keep that balance um, between the social activism and social life is creating two new, well, one new position, um, the directors of political action. So Deterian Jones and Demaya Fleming, they really handle a lot of the political aspects because I know in past years, the president and the chief of staff and a lot of the executive board members would be kind of, you know, really busy doing all the, the political and responding to different events going on in the community. So I'm like, you know what, let's, you know, let's get the balance. Let's get this balance going. Let me get some other student leaders to take charge in that position, get some political activism and experience and really just, you know, see what they have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And obviously BSU has the president and you've got your sort of executive council, but it takes a lot of folks to make this thing, this thing go. You've already alluded to some of the people on your team. Tell us a little bit about some, some more of your teammates uh, and sort of the roles they play with BSU. Um, so I have some great members. Um, we had a really rigorous selection process and it was a lot different this year because everything was virtual and through Zoom and via Zoom. So we have multiple cabinet members and we have different committees. Um, we have committees of community service, which is always active. They always have something going on. Um, and that's run by V Smith and Kennedy Emerson. Um, we also have, like I said, political action. Um, who's Terry Jones and Demaya Fleming, who have been doing a great job just kind of staying in touch with everything going wrong, going on in the Lafayette Oxford University community. Um, we also have a great social media crew whose job has been, you know, more rigorous than I think anything else this year because of, you know, that's all they can do. Um, so we have those committees. We also have, you know, recruitment and retention. And my executive board is 
natural leaders. Um, we actually have Dee Harris, who's also the president of the NAACP, who serves as our secretary, and she's only a sophomore. So wow. I, I have a, I see a lot of potential in her. The sky's the limit for her, um, and I'm excited to see what she's going to do in the upcoming years. Wow, that's great. Thank you, Nick. It sounds like you got a great people around you. And tell us a little bit, and the viewers who are watching this, like what are some specific programs that you're you're, you're building this year? You highlighted a few, but um, or some initiatives. Let's take a deep dive into that and highlight some of those things that you're doing with your efforts. So one, so one big thing we do every year, the annual Black Black History Month BSU Gala. Um, it's going to be February 26th. Um, we're excited that we can still have it, and luckily it's also in person. So the BSU Gala, for those who don't know, is just basically a a celebration, a ceremony kind of, and a dinner where black students, black faculty, and just all faculty and staff and students just come out. It's usually at the end, so it's at the end this year, and they get recognized with awards. There's speeches. There's a you know keynote speaker and everything like that. This year it'll be Coach Yo, um, and so everybody dresses up and they're kind of gala. Um, wardrobe and everything like that so everybody's looking nice and there's music and it's a lot of fun um some other initiatives that we're starting are um is we've actually been doing a lot of work with can in a conjunction with all the black organizations this year just because that participation factor is so it's so different this year because of covid so to maximize participation we've been trying to do a lot of things together so we've been actually doing we actually did a debate watch party last semester um to watch the debate kind of get students social and political you know more kind of thinking it and more um what else have we done um we usually have an annual imbsu week um which is usually homecoming week however you know we didn't have anything to do and we usually have a big tent in the grove where it's catered and everything and students come out, but we weren't able to do that this year. Um, we also do a lot of union unplugs where, you know, we do different line dances and have a good time in the in front of the union, which we weren't able to do this year either. Um, but there's, we've been doing a lot in the community, a lot of community service, a lot of donations. Um, and as a black coalition, we've also been starting a scholarship. So we're in the final stages of starting the UM Black Coalition Excellence Scholarship. Um, and it's going to be aimed towards just students in the community who are joining um, one of our organizations, one of the Black Coalition organizations, and they'll be just getting a scholarship. Um, students who've shown efforts and, you know, really passion towards fighting and combating racial disparities. You guys have a lot going on. You got your hands full. For your event at the end of February, are there tickets? Where would it be held? Just wondering real quickly on that. So there were tickets. Um um, we had, I think the, we had 150 tickets for students and we had like 20 or 30 tickets for faculty and staff. It opened, I want to say two weeks ago and it sold out in All right. three, so, four hours. <laughs> no viewers have opportunity. Now. <laughs> I got you. Okay. Well, look, you, with all this and being in your position, you know, Nick, what's your challenges? I mean, there's got to be some out there. What, what are you seeing the biggest that, that, that you want to highlight? I think the challenges for not only me, but the black community as a whole um, is really just being taken seriously 
all our problems, all of our issues, all our, our feelings and emotions being taken seriously. Um, and especially with the climate going on where I think everybody is just trying to feel safe. Everybody is trying to feel safe, be able to achieve and just kind of excel in every aspect of life. Um, I've said it multiple times and I know a lot of student leaders, black student leaders agree with me. Um, we didn't come to this school to, you know, make change and change everything about it. But once you're living in it and you're experiencing so many different things and so many different issues, you have no choice but to step up because if, if you don't step up, who is? Um, and we're trying to make it better for the future generation. So that's one thing. And really just having that communication factor and training these young leaders and getting these young leaders interested in fighting and in this activism and keeping it going because honestly mentorship is such a big thing and I think it's a it's dying out slowly um so we really have to pick up the mentorship factor because I know the student leaders before me such as the Terrence Johnsons the Leah Davis Aria Hudson Jarvis Benson Jarius Adams all those people fed into me and all of my class of student leaders and really just gave us you know, the knowledge, they gave us the handbook, the the blueprints, and they're like, here's what we've done, continue, please continue. And that's just what we're trying to do for the, you know, for the future generations of students, black students, minority students, and just all students, really, to just keep this passion going, keep this fight going. Yeah, excellent. I like that analogy of the blueprint, too. It makes you think about the Jay-Z album. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, obviously you've got some of the, the challenges that you face, but, you know, all the work that you're doing also probably brings some rewards with it. So speak to me a little bit about what have you found both personally and professionally rewarding about this work with BSU? So personally, um, just seeing all the students, the minority students, the black students, my constituents, their faces at all the BSU meetings, at the gala, at and just all the Zoom events, you know, um, just seeing them happy, having a great time at this university, at this PWI, you know, that's always warms my heart. And I think that's the whole purpose behind the BSU. They're trying to, you know, uplift. We're trying to foster a sense of community at the University of Mississippi um, and really just kind of bring everybody together and make sure they're comfortable because, Honestly, everywhere that I've gone and everywhere that I've been, even starting in Vicksburg in my hometown, people are always skeptical. Um, the minority community is always skeptical about coming to Ole Miss because of, you know, the rape, the racial history, um, you know, everything that they heard, their parents, their grandparents, they're like, oh, you know, I don't know if we should, if you should go there because of this and that and this and that. Um, and every, all those skepticals, all that skepticism that kind of seeps into these current students. So they're just kind of really looking for that that pushing point, that turning point where they're like, you know, I'm either going to stay and invest all the way into this or let me go transfer transfer to HBCU. Let me transfer to um, Jackson State, Alcorn, USM, something like that. Um, so really just kind of keeping these students here, keeping these students invested and showing them that Ole Miss is a place for all of us. What a powerful vision, Nick. Thank you for sharing that. That is. That is. Thank you for your effort, too. Look, how can people contribute or get involved with what you're doing? Um, so joining the BSU, um, 
through forum. They can um, definitely just join it through forum. Honestly, it's open to everybody, black students, white students, students of all races. Um, so join the BSU. In a couple months, we'll have leadership positions open. So we would love for students to apply for those leadership positions, even if they're, you know, kind of hesitant or don't know if they want to do it, just apply, apply, apply. We need leaders. Um, we need people who are going to keep everything going, keep everything moving. Um, and also just, you know, just keeping up with everything that's going on, attending events, you know, staying passionate, staying informed, staying educated. Um, I think that's the biggest thing we can all ask for and just not giving up on, you know, the work that we're doing. Well, that's awesome. And we, I hope more will and, and we can encourage that with this talk here. Hey, look, so we call this the, the, the one minute moment. Um, we're, as we're wrapping this thing up, if you have one minute to spread your message to anybody, what would you say? I had one minute. You have one minute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, my message to everybody, to the community, um, to all students, to all people, um, would be to just keep pushing, keep fighting for the greater good, keep everybody's thoughts, minds, hearts in mind, um, and really push for change. I think we're past the point where you can just sit by and try to hope for things to happen. I think we're at the point where you have to make change happen. You have to actually be take it take charge and really do everything that you want to be done you can't just sit there and say oh i hope you can't just be on social media and say this and that i we need people out making those phone calls making the having those act those conversations with their peers with their friends with their family saying hey you know this is a problem this affects such and such this affects the minority community this affects all of us Keep pushing, keep changing, and really keep an open mind and open heart to every single thing going on. That's phenomenal, Nick. I, I mean, we are so lucky to have you on this campus, and we're so lucky to have this BSU um, and to have you leading this effort of BSU with your team, making change investing in one another. I love what you said about how the people who came before you, they invested in you. They gave you that blueprint for change. And what you've shown with your leadership is that inclusion is more than just a word we talk about. It's more than just something we put in the plan. It's something that you and your team and others on this campus are working on every single day. And what I love about that is it's a belief that we can make this place, University of Mississippi, a place that everybody can be proud of that everybody belongs to. That's not just an abstract idea. That's something you're doing through your events, through your committees, and with your team. And so for that, I want to thank you. That is monumental work. It's especially important work in this place at the University of Mississippi and in this state, the state of Mississippi. And I just want to thank you on behalf of our campus and community for joining us today, but also for leading BSU. So thank you, Nick. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Anthony. You, I've worked with you um, on many levels, and I've seen the work that you've done, and I truly appreciate the work. Um, Jody, I haven't really worked with you too much, but I, I've heard of work that you've done as well, and just this community chat thing itself and this whole community chat series, I watched almost all the videos um, when I got the email, and I've seen some beforehand, so keep up the good work, and, you know, we're all in this together. Yeah, thank you, Nick. 
And thank you to all of our viewers. Uh, what a treat it was to be with uh, Nick Krasta from Vicksburg today. He is a senior, so be thinking about him. Going to wish him well in his future endeavors. Uh, and to all of our viewers, remember, we'll come to you at least once a week, hopefully a couple times a week in the spring semester. So tune in to Community Chats. Like this video. Share it with your friends. Tag folks that need to see this. Uh, and check on our UM Engaged Facebook page regularly for updates from us. Until next time, we want you to stay safe, stay engaged, and we'll see you next week on Community Chats. This podcast is brought to you by the University of Mississippi Office of Community Engagement and the Lafayette Oxford Foundation for Tomorrow.